0: Sort of Lower Hour, a uh, new Irish book club podcast and possibly blog. Um, I'm David Smith and I'm joined here today by Marty Donegal-Catch-Gillespie in the top left corner. Um, how are you getting on? Tuning in <laughs> And then the bottom left corner, we've got Oren Mushroom Elixir Fitzpatrick. Um, how are you? Sydney. And then bottom right, we've got uh, Porek Liam Gallagher-Gaffney here.
1: Well, How are you, doing?
0: How are you, lads?
1: All good,
0: all good. All good. Yeah, keep them up. Um, yeah, so this is Lower Hour, is a uh, book club that we started in Dublin in 2018, mainly as an excuse to meet up and drink a half of pint once a month. Um so, how it works is one member we start off with five of us just picks a book, uh, and then once a month we meet up or digitally now with COVID and a couple of uh. People moving abroad, we've uh, taken it digital, so we meet up once a month and chat about the book and have a few cans when the, when the mood takes us. But um, this month, the book was A Thousand Splendid Suns by Khaled Hosseini, uh, which was picked by Marty, who started us off in a nice, light-hearted book, fair play to you, Marty. <laughs> um, so for those of you who haven't heard of the book, um, A Thousand Splendid Suns, I'll just give you a, a brief synopsis. It's a breathtaking story set against the volatile events of Afghanistan's last 30 years, from the Soviet invasion to the reign of the Taliban to post Taliban rebuilding, that puts the violence, fear, hope, and faith of the country in intimate human terms. It's basically a tale of two generations of Afghanistan women um, and their trials and tribulations through the wars, I suppose. Um, For anyone who's watched or read The Kite Runner, it's the same author, it's a very similar story. Uh, Marty, we'll start with you. You picked the book for us. Um, yeah why what, yeah did you pick it had you read it before uh, or what made you choose this book
1: I had no i, I I've read two books by Ricar by and obviously the kite runner was was one of them but um I just really love how he writes like the the way he describes especially sounds and and sights and things like that is brilliant but um I also love books like that that have you know an external conflict but it never really trumps, you know, an internal conflict or a domestic conflict like it goes on in Thousand Spended Sons. Um, also, I just, I've never read a book that made me feel as much as A Thousand Spended Sons. Like, I know it made me feel very bad, but it was uh, it was very, like the right was really visceral and like you just, I, I really enjoyed it, like, you know.
0: Yeah, this world's a good word. Had you read this before The Kite Runner or had you read The Kite Runner first? And then is this how you heard of The thousand Splendid sons?
1: Well, I, I, I read the, the Kite Runner before and, um, you know, I, I loved it. I loved it. As, as soon as I finished it, I nearly wanted to, to read A Thousand Splendid sons. But um, any of you who've read Kite Runner, it's also quite heavy. So I needed a little bit of a break <laughs> before, before tackling A Thousand Splendid sons. Um, But, yeah, I knew uh, it was was something I wanted to get into after that, after The Kite Runner.
0: Yeah, and obviously the four of us here have read it. Oren, what what was your perception of the book? Did you enjoy it? What did you kind of take away from it?
1: Yeah,
2: um, I came into it a bit blind because I didn't read The Kite Runner at all. I remember as a in as my teens and mom tried to force me to read kite runner and like any good teenager I completely um, okay. just ignored her and so and i I didn't have any sort of background to this whatsoever so the first few chapters I was like like what am I what am I reading here like i I was struggling to kind of to play it just to figure out where it was going yeah. and um, then yeah it gets it gets pretty kind of heavy and it it, it churns up a lot of different emotions I think um Mm. for so many different reasons and in in ways you can't even understand because it's a complete world apart from anything that we can even uh, kind of think about so um and yeah like you said Martin I got to the end of it and I was like I was I was I listened to it on audiobook and I was kind of driving along finished, and I was like oh right (laughs) yeah right (laughs) And it was parts <laughs> through it, I was just like, right, Jesus, this is and it was yeah, it just made me think an awful lot more about um for me in particular it was um the role of women in society that, that yeah and I think for different reasons I've been thinking about that more lately. And it, yeah, it just really hit home the kinda in the, I think the, it gave the, us a bit yeah, more of an I understanding think, of
1: that kind of society, like you know.
2: Yeah, I think so. And how it's not um how do I how do I put this somewhat somewhat delicately, like it's not it's unfair I think sometimes there's nearly a view that it's 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 Muslim culture or it's Islamic culture whereas yeah. it's not accurate to say whatsoever. Like you know yeah. there's there's different cultures within that one culture that I think and um, Absolutely would yeah. often just view as one. Like so yeah, no, definitely it was um one of the most impactful books I think I've, I've read in a long yeah. time for a number of different reasons, which I thought was great. As you said, yeah. man, it, it comes from different angles. I think
1: you. I think a book like that really highlights, not highlights our ignorance on, on life in countries like that, but we really don't have much of an awareness I mean, of what goes on. I think it highlights English. our privilege. and
2: I know privilege Absolutely. gets planted around as a negative term. I, I'm not really seeing it that way. I think it you, you're doing well if you could admit that you are privileged and it's not it's not yeah you're just born to a certain country and to a certain it, it is yeah. the way it is you can't put it if you could acknowledge it and you see it there it's yeah and it's grand four it.
1: lads saying that like
2: but,
1: and yeah you yeah. say
3: you know yeah i'm yeah, kind of a mixture of two to be like uh okay, i agree like i have to say it, it's mad when you're reading it and you just kind of you kind of realize how ignorant we are out in the West, like, mm. towards yeah. these things, and like, um, even even the place names, like, and the history of <laughs> Afghanistan, and it's, it sounds like like a beautiful country, you know what I mean? And yeah, you yeah. reading like, and I, I, I was a bit lost, like, I was a bit lost at times with like all the the names of the places yeah. and the the people, even, and like, um, yeah, we were all, I we could, we could all say we were ignorant to the to the politics of of Afghanistan, and and. Like we all know, kind of right. It's, it's it's harsh. It's it's tough over there. But like, second hell, like to get that first like that that first person perspective is, is is was very jarring. um And I I agree with you there, Warren, as well. Like it was it's one of the most impactful books. That there was many times where I just had to kind of put the book down and be like, "Wow, you yeah, know, think. Like
1: absolutely, yeah,
3: yeah. It kind of kind of digested a bit, but um. No, there was, I really liked how it was written. I really liked how the the stories kind of uh, interlinked. I didn't really know, as Orange said, I didn't really know how, where it was going for a while. I didn't read the blurb <laughs> as I as I I just bought the book on on the Kindle. I just launched into it, and then it was only like a few chapters in. I kind of looked up the blurb um, because when I went into Layla's chapters, I was kind of going, well, hold on a second, you're not finished with Marion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. I can <laughs> yeah. do that." And then I loved then when all of a sudden, cried yeah. Layla, yeah, walks by them on the street. And she's in the the full burka, and you're like, "Oh, this is you know." It's just interesting yeah. how he how he, yeah. how he got that apart. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was a lovely lovely comparison to. Um, I've send this to Marty one of the days. Lovely comparison to the book too. I don't know if any of you saw that in the book yeah. with um, with Bobby yeah, and Layla.
1: That. Yeah.
3: Um, and then with, with it was Liesl
1: Yeah, and Liesl dad. and and what and did it. you call her dad again?
3: Um,
0: Papa, she called him. Or what were their names? Rosa yeah. Hans huberman Hans Huberman. Hans
1: Huberman, That's uh, yes. right. Uh, what was it? What was the German for pig that you used to call him?
2: Salman. Anyway, a good girl?
1: That's, Saumenge, yeah. Yeah. Saumenge, that's right, yeah. Like
2: that, that, so I why yeah. while yeah. since I read the book, too, So you'll have to enlighten me a little bit more on no, that. It was just um, that um, L-
3: Liesl had this really, really kind father. Like he was a very quiet kind of a man, and he like taught yes. her how to read. Yeah, yeah. And he was really, really patient with her, and kind of just opened her eyes up a bit to the world. And and it was very similar to Bobby and. Yeah, Liza, sorry. Like she, yeah, yeah. And the yeah of and Layla. And Layla. What I and like just yeah. it was a nice kind of glimmer of hope for her at a young age, which was
0: nice. Yeah, yeah. I really liked the fact that um, it gave us, Mary said, as external conflict, but also gave those little insights like that actually, communist life in Afghanistan was good for women which would have been yeah. you nowhere kind of yeah. uh, Western views yeah. of communism and everything. But I thought that was really interesting. You had university jobs and you are teaching and they were actually equal members of society almost, judging mm. on that depiction, whereas yeah. things got pretty bad. Down- I just really, I like what Martin said. It did remind me of the book deep as well. Those, yeah, like yeah. Um, kind of parent-child um, dynamics as well, but also the fact that it's like this, it's in the backdrop of a huge seismic shift um internationally say Afghanistan going through the Taliban, yeah. going through yeah. communism and all this other people. But then it's you're at level with all these people, like the book thief for World War Two is the backdrop and this child yeah. who's parents are communists or whatever and then it's she crosses into this new life and change And I think it's very effective to have children now and let their perceptions of all the things going on around them. Yeah. yeah. Things like that, I thought were really clever that it kind of brought that in. It gave you a balanced view of you know, things were actually there was positives under the communists, there was positives under some of the regimes, and then yeah, I really like uh, I think, yeah, like Rashid as a villain is probably one of the well, a villain is, yeah, probably the term. I like the way a lot of the characters in Hosseini's books are like, there's not a lot of black and white, it's all gray. Um, yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. Uh, but well, probably in the kite runner, there's one out and out villain, sadistic villain. But I like the way a lot of the characters. It's all this um relation, family relationships between like the child and the parent. I thought that was good here as well. Rashid is despicable in so many ways, but yeah, also probably it, he wasn't like a James Bond
2: ridiculous villain. I, I was, I was just going to say that yeah, it, yeah, as much as yeah, you 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 don't you kind of dislike him throughout the book. He's a product of society that he's living in. I, I don't think he's necessarily a a despicable human. Um there are times when he shows he's he's a decent person, and he can be a decent person. And, you know, he worked hard, and then you hear about the kind of alcoholism was kind of touched on there. From, yeah, uh, off, uh, that was uh, heavy too he's lost a child. Yeah, right. yeah, um, it, I yeah, I just I find that fascinating. Um, he's, he's very
3: human, like he's yeah. So it's, it's very believable that yeah, if you're given. Yeah if you're given all that power, like, it will go to your head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're given yeah. almost immunity to your actions,
1: like, you can do the hell, yeah. whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And um, if you grow up 50 years, if you grow up fifty, 60, 50, well, I say 60 and near towards the end, in a way, he's more, but if you mm-hmm. grow up 50 years and feeling that women are inferior and, and you live in that society with those thoughts, like, and that's what you're, that's what it's, it's what you're in no way excusable, yeah. like, but you can see where it came from, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, I think he's a very, um, he's
3: an interesting character because like he's a uh, he just kind of he just goes to the, goes to the run of things like he he doesn't really know who to so he sometimes kind of sides with whoever's yeah. in power and he Whoever, I thought yeah. there was one interesting yeah. one interesting part of the book really was when um he was given out at the communists and I think uh, I can't remember was it Mariam and it must have been Mariam said like well what's wrong with them kind of questioned him and he kind of little yeah. grunt he, didn't, he couldn't even tell her what was yeah. wrong with them he was just going with he was just going with the the news cycle and uh, whatever was happening which was interesting yeah. like, so it's a bit of a coward like
1: yeah
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I and, heard, like, like
2: just... coward or uh, like to bring it into the modern day um, like that's happened so much though and
3: yeah.
1: no, are no, they like, necessarily
2: but... are they necessarily coward or is he just trying to get get on and like have a half decent life and if
1: yeah, in such an you know, uncertain environment like
2: do you know what yeah. can you do other than just go Constable. with um, I hate I hate like, them defending the guy here or whatever. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, in relation even to the states there, or whatever where you people are so pro Trump and depending on your on your politics and all that, there mm. you can you can just get blinded to negative sides of things and vice versa. Like if you're so pro, um, say Democrat, you can just see this polarization happening more and more. Um yeah, which doesn't seem to happen as much in Ireland. I think Ireland's far more of a kind of centrist centrist society, but um you can see it happen there where society starts falling apart and it just becomes far more polarized, whether you're communist or um yeah, no not interesting anyway.
0: I love mm. the, just the characterization in his books. Like the as I was touching on before, like characters, no one's really black and white, like That's even marrying, she feels sympathy for as a child, and she's gullible, naive with her father and stuff. But then she's been hardened by her life. Then when Layla comes yeah. into the situation that she's aggressive towards her and oh yeah, jealous about her. But you can, it's it's all conceivable. I find the kite owner was similar; like they're all human emotions, and it's all pretty believable. Absolutely, um, which I really liked, and I just think the way he describes things is so elegant, and like the prose is unbelievably easy on the ear, like it's such rich yeah, yeah. and beautiful imagery and stuff that he tells the story very well, even when there's say a lull in the book in terms of action, I find it quite gripping, regardless with just his turns yeah. of phrases and stuff kept you kind of engrossed all the time.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just like the Christian say about the prose, like the even there um just before part three, I think it was I think it was the end of part two where Layla's family are have finally decided to oh, to yeah. move to Pakistan like and you know she's just after having a dream about Tariq and it's so again it's like it's so clear and, and visceral mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then when she's bringing the box outside and she's just thinking about those sands whistling and like you're in like I I was imagining those sounds whistling like, I was, there, like- in a, it, it, I was there I was in a dreamy state <laughs> like you know, yeah. uh, and then just that the change into the you know the the thrum of the the bomb coming like ah oh. and then Bobby's, Bobby's t-shirt
0: oh Jesus yeah, yeah I can't no, describe but not an overkill either it wasn't like the George yeah. like hmm. overly violent and visceral it was just like harrowing and then I found the Tariq Absolutely. plot twist pull the rugs under my feet I amazing guess, not coming at all <laughs> and, like yeah, you know, love like, the like, uh, deus ex machine thing of uh he's going to show up at the end and save the day but I like that he didn't actually save the day it was Marion yeah. and Leila yeah. which like I felt that would have like undone a really good story if he'd shown up and just like ousted Rashid or whatever but
3: yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I did well, I just thought it was unrelenting misery for those hard hitting yeah. yeah. where everything just hit the fan where her parents were killed she was just like blow after blow, realize she was pregnant and then she'd say someone arrives and tells her Tariq is dead, I was, I was, yeah. Yeah, I I found that, I found that a really difficult
1: part, I found that a really difficult part of the book uh, from when Leila arrived in the house to until, until her and Mariam started getting on. Like I was really rooting for them to be, you know, to get on together and the fact that they were so opposed, like I was, I was, oh.
0: Even their Um, their attempt to run away together, then when that was foiled, it was like,
1: mm. oh. oh yeah, yeah, but that fell off the bus stop. That scene, even the scene when they come back from from when they're when they after getting caught, trying to run away, and they're being brought back to the house. That scene where Rashid locks Lila in yeah. the room, and she describes well, it's from her. It's, it's it's from one of her chapters, and she describes or it's described. How Rashid is beating Mariam? Like it's so oh, heart render like and she, you can the way he describes it, like you can imagine every blow and it's horrible. Like the way he describes, you know, a piece of a piece of meat being beaten by a piece of wood. Like you can you can imagine it so you can nearly feel it, like
2: you know. And it, it, and, it nearly
1: forces you to
2: imagine like what you know if, if you read something descriptive, you kind of you picture that and only that sort of thing. But your mind ends up yeah and running away with itself, kinda of thinking about it, which is almost more powerful. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. It just gives him so much more power there.
1: Um yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. And the fact that Layla's locked in a room and can't do anything about it, like you can imagine being that powerless in that situation. Yeah.
3: Like, with his as well, the poor like you know,
1: oh, the, and yeah. the,
3: the breathing's yeah. flowing and everything. I thought that he um the author he uh like the build the build up and suspense to when um What's his son's name? Sa- Zalmay.
1: What? Zal- Zalmay.
3: Zalmay. Zalmay. Yeah, when Zalmay admits that Mammy has a new friend, like that, oh, and like, oh, like, oh, yeah. Like, we saw how he treated them when they went to run away, and then you're like, oh my God, like, and you can actually, you're, you're you can feel the heart start going, and then, like, there's chats between Leila and Tariq, and then little, like, two or three lines in between of, oh, does she know? says Rashid, yeah. and then goes back, and you just feel it building. and You're like, "Oh, this is going to end badly." Like,
1: yeah. and he even he even gets know. the child, the childish emotions right, like the feelings of as yeah. i had of you know, proudly uh, have it, presenting yeah. this news yeah. to yeah. Rashid, yeah. and then feeling the feeling the regret of it, like and uh, not yeah, knowing the, why or, he why he should yeah. he should regret it, like you
3: know. Yeah. Oh, so that was um that was very very powerful. I couldn't put the book down. I was just like, yeah. oh, like I. You didn't know where it was going. It,
1: like, it could have went a number of ways. Do you know what I mean? I actually watched, after I finished it, I watched the documentary on Sky. It's called The River Girl. Um, it's, it's essentially a real life story. It's similar enough. Um, she just, she married a, a fella against her her father and her uncle's wishes. Her uncle wanted her to marry her, his brother-in-law who was like Again, twenty or thirty years older than than who she wanted to marry. Then the father and the uncle um, took her to a river and shot her and threw her into the river. But she survived. And then, cool. um, yeah, then they just tried. To, they she wanted to take them to court, wanted to put them in jail, but the elders in her her community made her forgive him. And forgiveness from the victim in, well, this, was, this took place in Pakistan, i say, but forgiveness from the victim in Pakistan equates uh, the acquittal. So, uncle and father came back and, oh, and God, God. lived the rest of, her, rest of her life with her attempted murderers beside her. Jesus. I you found that
0: well done in the book where Rashid will point out their avenues of hopelessness like to them where he's mm-hmm. kind they're obviously living in misery, but yeah. what are you going to do? Who's going to leave a woman over a man? Uh, yeah. You home, they could have you stuck, you know, the...
3: That's where the power thing came in,
0: yeah. yeah. The power of using the incredibly strict Muslim law to his benefit, and you
3: yeah. know,
0: and I think the thing was, as we say in right, the external conflict, and like we can't really relate in the West, probably, to life in Afghanistan, but you could feel like reading about the characters were so vividly drawn that it could be happening anywhere. Like, you can't imagine an abusive husband that could be in Ireland that could be in America it's just this awful situation that these two women were in I thought that was really yeah. good it reminded me of yeah a book uh, The Beekeeper of Aleppo which I've read which was a similar thing which I wouldn't know much about Syrian refugees or the war there but it's like that on the ground view that like kind of it's really impactful emotionally then when you read it as we said this book is really hard-hitting so I think it would like coming from like even the journalism background of like it would hit you harder than reading an article about it on RT or BBC or Sky, which would kind of would not get the motive sense of it. Whereas this is like, even though they're fictional characters, you're actually buying into the the horror of the situation, which I think is very effective.
2: Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was, it was so real that as you're saying there, it, it could be anybody. It could be a girl see in the street. Like it, it, the fact that it's, um, fiction there doesn't take away from how hard hitting it is. No. I think, as you say, it's even more so than a, a factual um, piece of journalism or something like that, because it's Absolutely. yeah, it feels personal, doesn't it? It feels like... Yeah, it's, it's, that, a, it's not, not love, as cold, is it? Yeah, no, that's I it. I love those
3: it? books that mix, that mix in historical facts with yeah. an like a, a non-fiction. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I think because yeah. yeah. you do, and that's I do, like because I love history in general, and I love like you do learn. You do learn so much. Like so yeah, in such
2: yeah. politics yeah, yeah.
3: of Afghanistan and, and the history of it, and, and even the geography of it. Like I just thought it was really, really. Yeah, um, yeah, it, was yeah nice, actually, it was a nice, a learning experience, despite the, yeah. you know, the nature of the book itself it was, was dramatic, obviously. That's one thing. Heavy, 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 heavy actually, is the word, yeah.
1: That's one thing I actually really enjoyed, Pudge. Um You mentioned the geography there. Like at the start of the book, they talk about the accent in Herat. And I think it was. Yeah. Actually, I think it was actually the the. I think it was actually "harami" was the word they were talking about. Um, I'm not sure, but um, and they pronounced they said how it's spelt or how it's said in Harat is like a it finishes with a i or whatever, but then in Kabul for the rest of the, for pretty much you know sixty percent of the book, it's spelled differently and said differently, and it's not until the very last very last two chapters where Layla goes back to her at that you hear it said in said, yeah. the version that was at the start of the book and you, it's something you could easily miss like but it was such a such a great again
2: Those so, like, details are great even is it where it's um i think where yeah where mariam starts off it's mariam joe and then when she moves to Kabul, it's mariam john or something like that
1: yeah 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 well, i, that's I just it, saw exactly
2: tidbits that don't really affect the book and it's what I just thought. It'd get. be
1: like it'd be like here in Ireland, like, you know, me saying me saying, ah, Pogster sir and then you know, you might yes, say, ah, Pog, exactly Marley man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. you
3: know yeah. Or even the different continents in Irish. So yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Like you're your exactly, Irish, lineup, yeah. so our Irish, uh Marley like would be obviously quite yeah. different.
0: I thought yeah. yeah, it's those little phrases and descriptions I think that set it above a lot of other similar books that are probably read like even the descriptions were so moving of Marianne going to her death at the end. Like, yeah. I remember there's one line, actually, yeah, I highlighted in my Kindle like the absolute nerd that I am. Um, <laughs>
1: oh, hi! that's and a great said, job. In- um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> as she was walking to be executed, I like, uh, had an incredibly <laughs> miserable life. But like her last thoughts were, there Moment of the beauty in it. Marianne knew that life, for the most part, had been unkind to her. As she walked the final 20 paces, she could not help but wish for more of it. I thought stuff like that, yeah, was, yeah. yeah, like yeah. kind of left you thinking. And I thought that was really well done. Her execution scene and all that, she like yeah. in contrast, and the fact played off with Layla escaping, like in contrasting chat mm. and like kind of escaping the harrowing light that she had, and, like having a bright future. But it was like this was the payoff, which I thought was really well done, yeah.
1: Mm. Do one thing that uh, I'm really glad that they they included it at the end, or he included it at the end. Like for for a large part of the book, whenever whenever Mariam, whenever we find out that Mariam had ripped up the letter from Jalil, whenever he visited her in Kabul, and yeah, yeah. never find out what he what he said. Um, yeah. oh, I was, i felt so bad about that, you know. Yeah. But I'm really glad she she found something else. Something uh, from, <laughs> from like from by the sun or, Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. a lot of those little moments that you were—I think he he played it off well where you weren't sure who to vote for. Like you had Marion, you kind of felt sympathy for her in the first say third of the book, and then you a story, and then she was quite yeah. charming, and she had a nicer life, and then. Everything fell apart from her, and then they're both thrown together. And you kind of didn't know who to root for. Did you feel like that at the
2: time? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. which was good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely enjoyed see- the, the kind of mother daughter thing that went on as well throughout between absolutely.
3: Yeah, I know, obviously, for you, you, the fact that Aziza that hooked to Mariam yeah. so quickly was, was very heartwarming as well. It was nice, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm. but even Mariam's. Um, relationship with her mother and the difficulties there say and then Leila and her mother and then I kind of thought Marianne was a bit of a, a mother figure to Leila and then just how it was through all these different generations and conflicts say, and, and issues that were going on in the one country only you know decades apart. Of that. that was brilliant. I um, liked it. Yeah I would nearly I would, didn't matter what was going on around the world or the country, you can still have mother-daughter issues or, you know, in like family issues regardless. Like, it doesn't make a difference. Um, yeah, again, just making it all a bit more personal. I felt that if the uh, personal conflict didn't get overruled by what was going on externally, as you were saying. Yeah, I like the
0: way as well he gives the... There's all these issues, and both books have read, the tight runner in this, between, like, parents and their children. But it's always, like stems from quite believable circumstances. Like you can see with Mariam's mother, she's been shunned and thrown out of um yeah, yeah. home and like living in this hovel and shame where her child and she and then Mariam to make it work adores this father who like as it turns out doesn't really care and marries her off to Rashid. And then Layla's mother, it's she, like, I like the way she was described from Mariam's perspective when she first arrived as this bubbly woman who was full of gossip and chat And then like the, destruction of war and her two sons going missing and dying subsequently in the war but then she was a great line in it about uh, Layla feeling like she was like footsteps on the beach for her mother and just kept being washed away by her sorrow or something which I thought was very yeah ridiculous. she could I never tell their yeah boots. it's yeah. good yeah. but yeah I like the way he it's not they're not like tenuous like oh this person doesn't get on with their parent. it's it's quite clear always why the relationships are what the issues are which I think is very clever
2: yeah, and again, I, reduced, I I didn't think I liked Rashid this much, but um, again, somewhat in his defense, I thought, as you're saying there, Leila, Layla's mother, her focus was on her two sons. So it's not just males in the society who have a pure focus on sons and male image and that sort of thing. You know, Layla's own mother kind of forgot about her when the two sons went off to war and died. Yeah. That's you know, so. Is yeah, I I don't know. I it just threw in that kind of conflict between yeah. it was just society at the time, not necessarily just obviously he's an ourselves for other reasons, but like it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You well, sure. to understand or to it's almost that clever thing of making you not I don't know what a stretch of sympathy, but like trying to make you feel sympathy for the devil, basically of this is why he's lost his child. Yeah, that's he wants. Doctor, exactly I'm trying him. to say yeah it's not like he's just this black and white as I was saying earlier cartoonish yeah. film. there's human emotions to him and you can see what's driving him in a way and then Layla falls into his household it as tragedy and then he's thinking because he has mm-hmm. the power to do it I'll just make her my wife as well I really like the way that played it for Marion I was like you wouldn't you wouldn't do that That's yeah cool. I like get it had occurred yeah. to her as well but he's yeah. like but he says why not I think which is uh, he does yeah oh uh, does it's a, yeah. it's a lot yeah. of to be honest with
3: yeah,
0: you I didn't cool. see
2: that one. How? Like, I just, because of her age, I, I know that was kind of pushed and probably intentionally the book. I just, it took me a long time to actually come to terms with the fact that it was happening. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, or maybe I not that I didn't see it coming, I just didn't want to see it coming.
1: Um, Absolutely. Uh,
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, daring, as you say. Mm. I, think I think it's,
1: uh, uh, it's you... very... very mm. Go on ahead, Pudgeon.
3: Oh, no, I was just saying another point on Rashid there. That He's... Uh... <laughs> It's quite clear that he's, he's just very, his pride is very much hurt. Like he's not making a lot of money, his shop's not doing well, hes uh, he couldn't have a child for a long time, you know, little things like that. That for a man in that society, you can imagine um, that would be mocked, you'd say. You know what I mean? Like I'd say he wouldn't have been, yeah. um, you know, his, his status in society wouldn't have been great. And mm. then I just thought it was interesting when he did get a little bit of money when he got the doorkeeper job. And then he was like, he was willing to buy the, the toy for Aziza then, but he just it just ended up being just that a little bit too expensive. And then he mm. kind of got angry then and said, no, I can't afford both. But it kind of did show it.
1: But he, he got, got a, a TV version,
3: exactly, I, I, Yeah. But I just mean, like, maybe, I don't know, if like, if he became wealthy, would he have changed in, in, in any way? Like, would he have become kinder yeah. or whatever? You don't know, like I just cool. thought that was, it was interesting that he they threw yeah. in that little bit. Yeah, I so. for, Do you think so?
1: Do you think he would be kinder if he if he came
3: across money? I just thought I I, that's what I mean I just think like because he well like he'd he'd always put the son first anyway we got that but yeah with Aziza like usually like he'd expect to be like no you can't have a toy like because that's how he's been treating her the whole book but then all of a sudden he's like pick a toy pick any toy you want and it was just really out of character and it, yeah. it just tied yeah. in with him having no I don't, on know. The I don't think and he would maybe not maybe yeah. Not.
1: I don't know. I I like I don't he he would have ever changed his view of Mariam and Lil, especially because she didn't mm. um write a child at all, like. Yeah, you know, I
2: think once she wasn't able to give give him a child, that was yeah, I think and I, I think she was like the li- way he viewed a wife was your role yeah. in my life. She was like livestock to him, exactly,
0: yeah. I um how initially Who's portrayed almost as being kind of she was crying and you see him get used to this. And the first few days, he almost seemed I just like the way the whole way played. She saw him through the mirror the first time, it was kind of mysterious. I was expecting like horrible things to happen instantly. They didn't really. He was given her time, like he left her alone in the room for a while. But then, that's right. Once he breached the, once he dropped all the pretense, it was pretty unrelenting misery from then on. Yeah. And yeah. The, I don't know what you think about the Tariq reveal. Like, we we're saying it, polar the wondrous wonderous. And like, sometimes I'm against those kind of things and stories, but like, I think you needed that positive ray at the end or it would have been almost too miserable a book.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're saying, unfortunately though, a lot, of, in, in, a lot of stories don't have a Tariq. You know, a lot of real life yeah. stories like this. A lot of yeah. women are going through life like that. Do you know what I mean? And that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of, it's very, yeah. I yeah. thought though,
2: that's, that was the benefit, not uh, the benefit, it's the wrong word, but that was the I think that was evened out by Marianne's faith because, yeah. Yeah. as I said, it wasn't just he swoops in, the saves the day and everyone else happily ever after. There was severe consequences and yeah. massive sacrifices have to be made even after the fact that he's there for
1: Leo to get away with the kids and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'd agree with you though. Um, pod you said there about, uh, about the time... Uh, Rashid but um, Aziza the toy like I, I really think Aziza was one of the more like she was a really really interesting character that reflected so much like she was so docile and accepting of her of her situation like yeah. especially after after the yeah. orphanage like she just she was always on her toes she was always aware of things and she even even the time that Rashid bought the toy and took it away she just she's like oh mm. this is what I, this is what my life is like this is what yeah. it's going to be you know yeah. and the resilience um, on the keep going as well like what was shown absolutely absolutely I thought it was a really good reflection of yeah. of, um, of yeah. what was happening
3: like growing like, up growing up with the Taliban in power like it's just yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I like
0: that it's right. right. yeah. not you're tied with a bow incredibly happy right off in the sunset ending as well like you're still left they've made a new life Mariam's obviously sacrifice itself, place but you have the thing with Salmai with Tariq, and, like, you're, it's mentioned repeatedly, he's going to grow up and start asking questions, what happened to Rashid, his real father, and so mm-hmm. And just like that, like, adding Salmi was great for so many reasons, and especially to not have the clean, like, oh, well, Tariq and Leila like, escape to the sunset, and it's it's their child anyway. That they yeah. I think it's the added dimension of difficulty, like, the real-life thing of Salmi being Rashid's son, and, like, that's going to be difficult for him and for Tariq, I imagine like in the future yeah. it's not and Leia, yeah. the clean ending it's there's still a lot open to it. it's still a difficult situation.
2: Hmm. Um really I um, I it's kinda I know it's been it's in kind of popular culture at the moment about um, the role of women in film and T V and stuff and having female superheroes and all that. I really thought this book you should be highlighted as women playing such an important and powerful role as much as mm-hmm. the two main characters are, um, oh, is it subversive? Yeah. Kind of subdued yeah. for the whole book. Um, to me, they were heroic all the way through Absolutely, yeah. what they put up with. Even Layla as shown the survival instincts that she had and um, the survival instincts for her child, like what she was willing to go through to make sure that this child survived and had, whatever sort of chance, whether it was, you know, with Rashid or not, she just knew this is all that she could do to, to make sure that it was alive and the sacrifice there.
1: Um, and even 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 Mariam's mother at the start of it, like, you know, and whenever you were unsure yeah. whether whether Jaleel um, or Mariam's father was, uh, you know, was he was he going to be a break or not? Like, we weren't sure. Yeah. Well, I wasn't yeah. sure anyway, was he going to be yeah. bad or not? But like when it turned out that he really, really was, and you could understand all the reasons why Mariam's mother was like and and you think about her circumstances living on a like essentially a hovel on the top of a hill um, segregated from everybody else um just by virtue of one man's decision you know um and her willingness to to plow on with it until Mariam decided to to leave like Ah oh, when, um, when
0: when
1: when Mariam came back and with the willow tree.
0: Oh yes. man. That was another <laughs> thing that was like I'm well done about the black and white characters that we're talking about. Like so many just shades of grey in this where Mariam is feeling the guilt for abandoning her, but you can see it from both perspectives. Like the mother is you're saying Mariam's had a horrendous plot, then she's watching her daughter. Like the mother's lost everything and then the father coming with all these false presents and like, insincere love, and then he decides to abandon the mother after, like, Mariam was the only thing she had left. So you can see like, yeah. that she was obviously a bit deranged or worn down by that life as well. I just thought it was well done. And then Mariam's feeling mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was just a lot of shades of the relationships. Similar to the Pipe Runner was, like, more so fathers and sons and that, but I think he really mm-hmm. strengthens developing those relationships between family members. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, the uh, the line that Mariam's mother had about uh, uh, every time a man's finger points accusingly, it will land Uh, on a woman like a compass. Yeah, yeah. And that was early. That was the seeds were sown for that quite early on, and then it kept coming back up, kind of through the novel. Like Mariam's example, you can't have a child, and it's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah, Yeah. it was just really. uh, Yeah. He doesn't waste a word, I think, despite being quite long books and flowing books. Mm. Everything kind of links in, and it's just so well written, I think, that it's... you kind of
2: Yeah, it's, it's even, even more well-linked than I even realised on the first read. It's only discussing it with G. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hitting things and not tied in. I'm kind of noticing extra links now, even. Um, but you're
1: right, Smith. You're right, Smith. Like, there's there. He doesn't really doesn't waste a word. Like, can there's sometimes he has these seven, eight, nine word sentences that are just so impactful. Like, and so um, encapsulating of the situation. Like, you know, you one of the, our, when we were told the story about Rashid's son, and yeah. I think at the end of it says, "It always falls on the sober to pay for the sins of the drunk."
0: Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: for the now. Um, and there's one so thing
0: I remember, I can't remember what the context was, but it was about someone clinging to someone else was like like a wet leaf to a window. I just thought like his imagery is so, so clever. And so it's such like like they're not even the most complex sentences at times, but like that, like the, I love that they incorporated also the, like the cultural, the Muslim sayings or the Afghani sayings. There's one about Chinese. They said, was it, it's worse to go three days without food than one day without tea? Stuff like that. I think. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. What right. was it? What was the one about the leaf? What was the one about the leaf? Something about someone clinging to someone else, and they were saying they clung. It clung like a wet leaf to a window. I just thought it was very. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't
1: hear. You wouldn't hear. You wouldn't hear Pat Spallan talking about cornerbacks
0: <laughs> like that. Yeah, this at yeah, the Sunday game. I reckon. Yeah. That's like a fly on night. shit. Night. That wouldn't be coming out of here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Clinging to Dean Rock like a wet leaf. There. <laughs> <laughs> Leaping a the window, he was. Uh yeah i just thought that i like you learn a lot about the culture as pod said and the history if you're interested in history like it's the best insight to kind of learning even all the phrases and i think it's interesting reading about how they have lunches or wakes when people die and all the little Mm. cultural element how they socialize things like that uh yeah it was really it's like educational as well as being like a gripping read
3: yeah yeah will we move to the waitings up, no.
0: yeah, I reckon <laughs> the section rate expectations what do you
2: think? Yes. <laughs> Say it again? Rate <laughs> expectations. I didn't think we could get through a whole podcast without a poem somewhere. So, yeah. I, I <laughs> so that's
0: kind of poems I thought we should call the <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, want podcast. Marty, you picked the book first. Do you want to give us your rating? Obviously, it was impactful for you yeah. to pick it for us all to read. Do you want to give us your rating and why?
1: Yeah. I, I don't want <laughs> to, to influence any of your writings at all, but honestly, it, it's a, exactly my type of book. Like, you know, it takes in uh, historical change. that has really strong characterization and the relationships develop so well. Like the prose is so beautifully written and, um, just really as I think the, the word we've used maybe a hundred times so far is impactful you know and I, I feel like I feel like afterwards I've 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 been enlightened somewhat by it um, I've been educated and I'm probably more sensitive to what's going on in society or, or, or communities like that um, and I think I would struggle to give lower than a nine and um, I know on my Goodreads I give it five out of five, but I think I'll go with nine out of ten. I'll oh, go yeah. with nine yeah.
0: out of ten. Good analysis. It's also probably the nerdiest I've ever heard the sound. It's Just like straight out. <laughs> 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 Let's very I'll go next. It's very hard not to curse. You see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's you're almost forced to use your vocabulary. Um yeah. <laughs> Family podcast lads. So yeah. you know. these uh,
1: these morning you see it's, These morning ones are a lot easier than the ones at the can. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that last night. <laughs> the coffee, The coffee vernacular is different <laughs> ones
1: to the beer.
0: you few cans last night might have <laughs> said things in a different direction. Rashid would have gotten a harder time, I think. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. <laughs> I agree with a lot of what you said, Marty. It's really my type of book as well. Uh, like I was saying, it reminded me, like, yeah, like the Kite Runner and Beekeeper of and I'm like the book thief for the reasons Podge was saying as well. So I think, yeah. All in all, I give it a nine as well. It's really kind of, yeah, it was just superb in so many ways. So I'll give it a nine as well. Oren, do you want to go next?
2: Yeah, um, I think as we started off early on, I think anything that's going to check my privilege and, and, as you say, make you you know appreciate everything a whole lot more and kind of make you think a whole lot more is, is what's its weight and gold. So I 100% agree with you. Um, the only reason I wouldn't give it a 10 is because nothing should be a 10, I feel, almost. Um, and, yeah. like, yeah, I'd be at, like, a 9.5 sort of thing. Um, from the quality of writing just on its book alone to um, just everything that was involved in it, yeah, I'd go to a 9.5. That was amazing. That's very good.
0: Well, I think it's our highest rate in any book yet,
2: actually. Um, yeah, I—I yeah. feel like I've been pretty harsh in a lot of books, just very strict. But I just—I I couldn't fault it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Hodge, do you want to give us your
3: yeah? Um, I, I agree with all of you, to be honest. Um, hugely impactful book, uh, stopped you in your tracks, educated you, um, me. Uh, yeah, learned yeah. learned a lot about. Um, I just I just loved how he navigated through different eras as well. Uh, like he just went through time so well. Um, and you could you could almost read between the lines a little bit and see how the intervening years have in, impacted the characters if you know what I mean. Like Marion mm. was a little bit quieter, a little bit more, um, whatever. Anyway, we, we've kind of went through all this, but yeah, I would give it a nine as well. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, for kind of reasons he's all mentioned. Just uh, very enlightening, kind of, um, kind of lear- learning about just. How women are treated differently in part of the world and how privileged we are is, is uh, yeah definitely um so i really enjoyed the book that was a great chat marty well done yeah
0: that's Thanks, great <laughs> <I think> <laughs> that's <laughs> probably high rating. so we've we can post our ratings from our previous books we've probably done eight or ten books would you say before now so we can post those our average ratings. That, yeah. i so think this is probably a new leader which is then um, yeah, every book we've done is we've done a wide range of sports books, fiction, nonfiction, and um, autobiographies, and uh, like thrillers, page. So yeah, I think it's interesting that this one, which is quite a heavy book, is one that's been very impactful. So yeah, interested to see. And um, we've some other members here who aren't with us today as well. So uh, I think one of those might be up next on the picking. And uh, the next book for us, but we will post it up and with this podcast whenever we release it and let you know what the next book is and yeah is there anything finally just finished finish up is there anything negative you would say about the book I know you're on a very high rating is there anything you didn't like we've been gushing in our praise for it is there anything anyone thought would have been better that's a good
1: idea actually that's a good idea I, I could understand why someone mightn't like uh, the whole Tariq coming back thing like I did have to I did have to go back and read the part where the man from the hotel came to tell to tell Lila that Tariq was sick and in the hospital and then he died and wasn't gonna be coming back. I can understand why someone might think, ah bit of a stretch. Um that was that might have been one bit no, it didn't bother me. I liked it. Yeah. Um, the second thing was I think the second last chapter um, where Layla was in Harat, and um, now it was, it was beautifully written and very well described. It might have dragged on a little, little bit, but like not enough to, not yeah. enough to change my opinion of it. Like you know, that's that's the the only the only criticism I would have. Maybe Layla's visit to Harat that might be the only thing. Yeah. That's
0: a good sign when it's one chapter that maybe dragged on a little too bit. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not too
2: much. That's porn. it. Our pledge, which I, okay. I still, even with those bits and I, I know what you mean but I was still waiting for maybe even something to happen because there was so much going on in the book I still felt there could be more to come around the corner that would have been a shock or a surprise or somebody would pop up um, I thought it was weird when the initial interaction um, with the guy explaining Tariq's death I thought that was weird so when he did come back It fully surprised me and shocked me, but I was like, yeah, like I immediately shot back to that. It was like, this makes an awful lot more sense now. And I think even, as I said, I didn't understand where the book was going for the first few chapters, like not a notion what was going on, but I almost enjoyed even more that it just made it so much better written, if you were to read it backwards almost like seeing where it did get itself to, so you like oh that's exceptional that, that he's done it so um well uh, obviously i currently enjoyed giving it to play right and stuff. um yeah
0: is there anything you changed bud uh,
3: um no I, I think i think i need to read it again because i kind it's of not, it's not a it's not a criticism it's more it's um it's more that like, I kind of got a bit lost sometimes with the places and the people. And it was a little bit hard to kind of visualize sometimes. And that's on me, though. Like, that's not on the book. So I think if I read it a second time, um, I could even give it a higher rating. Do you know what I mean? So that's oh Yeah, cool. uh, yeah I mean, maybe I kind of agree with Mark a little bit. That, that second last chapter slightly dragged, but it was also kind of nice. It was a nice addition to it as well. It was a, the book ended in generally... The book ended really well. And that's, yeah. that's something that needs to be said as well is because a lot of the times you read a freaking great book and then it just ends on a cliffhanger or yeah. ends kind of, yeah. you know, you, you don't, you're not that satisfied or whatever. It was a very satisfied it's ending. Flat. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it was, it was tied up really nicely and positively and, um, yeah. And even, even it was just a lovely way of like, um, that they were all taking up names for if it's a boy and then Oh, if it's a girl there's only one name that's yeah that mm-hmm. little B or I, don't, I don't remember the exact line now but I just thought
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: like, yeah. yeah
1: nice ending yeah. So, I uh, actually I, I actually very, really wanted yeah. yeah I actually really wanted to Fun. to have a scene where Lila had the child and was called yeah. Brian, but like the, the promise of it was uh, enough the promise yeah. of
0: it was enough yeah. like, you know um, I think that yeah, yeah the last thing I'd say on it was that scene was the scene that made me realize how calculated Rashid was it was so good that he was thinking so far ahead where he got this hired this guy to come and tell the story about tariq like that was mm. how calculating and cold he was that he was willing he was like "I'll remove oh. her last connection to her old life, so she's no she's no way out, which I thought was like yeah, his irredeemable things of. Just zero sympathy for him, and he deserved everything that got to him, that came to him. So,
3: yeah, how good. much how much money he would have paid this guy as well? Like, considering yeah. he didn't mm. have much money for food and stuff, but he was willing to give money for this. Like, just showed how pitiful he was. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, so that's so we all agree. Rashid was a horrible, horrible man. Horrible man. Horrible that's man. And should, horrible should, we should,
1: man. should emphasize that he was horrible. Yeah. We can understand where yes. he, why, why he was horrible, but he was horrible. Yeah.
0: Despite so what horrible. Patrick might say, he's an absolutely terrible person. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Orin Rasheed Rashid Fitzpatrick. It's about
2: controversy. <laughs> right? yeah. yes. Orin, I like good. this book because it's like my privilege, but Rasheed is a legend.
0: <laughs> Orin, is that <laughs> a Rasheed is? you're wearing <laughs> Thanks very much, everyone, for joining us. That's probably a wrap for us now on our first episode of Lower Hour. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. And if you've read the book, um, we'd be delighted to hear your feedback or what you thought, or you can get in touch with us. and uh, We'll let you know how to do that. And um, we'll let you know what our next book is if you want to join along uh, over the next month reading that with us. And then read it and then listen to our review and see if you agree or see if you think we're talking absolute nonsense, Um, which is <laughs> quite likely probably the latter (laughs) probably the latter but uh we live in hope so yeah hopefully everyone enjoyed it and all feedbacks welcome and yeah we'll see you next month hopefully